Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. Are we ready, guys? Let's play. Let's die. D and D. Are we ready? D and D. Yeah. Dynamite. All right. Oh, Dungeons are dying. So to catch back up, the Herald of the Mistress of the Grove of the Twisted Limb, <laughs> we're, we're which gonna is call the him shortest Herald title. Short. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's Harold. Uh, Harold had spotted the Grease Wizard as the little gnome tried to fly over the top of the grove to get a peek at where the mistress was. The creature, Harold, a nine-foot-tall, dark fae entity with shadowy black wings, long, clawed fingers, and a pterodactyl-like skull on its head. But now I can only see him with, like, Harpo Marks glasses <laughs> on him since we called him Harold. <laughs> he had these fumes uh, emitting from its mouth and nostrils and even the eye sockets of this skull. It flaps... We already rolled our initiative last time, and it was first. I'm here to pledge my allegiance to the queen of the... the and I say her name because it's been a month since I remember. What's her name again? Mistress the mistress of the I'm here of the to pledge my allegiance to. I'm here to pledge my allegiance to the mistress... You can mistress do that on your turn. ...of the grove of but the... But for now, we're in initiative. And for <laughs> now, you're second to last and to go. And you're at two on that list. Um, as soon as I see him look at me, though, can I just do that? Because we rolled this to get ahead for this time. Can have a reaction nope. to peeing yourself. Okay. Uh, Fine. Is peeing yourself a free <laughs> action? <laughs> it no, takes your bonus action. <laughs> yeah, reaction. That's right. And a flurry of feathers. Trixie is hiding in the tree. Okay. I think to Clippy, if I die, help me. <laughs> it looks like you need help resurrecting yourself. Yes. <laughs> Clippy says. If you die, Clippy dies too. If I go down, then. We ready? <laughs> Again, no, we're, we're stalling. Recording. The Herald had spotted the Grease Wizard as the little dove tried to fly. No. Um, we're die. So the, the Herald now had turned. It flaps its giant wings only once, and it blasts over the top of the wall of twisted and gall-laden trees that surround the grove. And then it allows its great weight to fall part of the way down toward the ground, halfway between the two flying members of the party and those on the ground, as all of you feel its aura of decay begin to surround you. There, it holds its action. On an initiative of 20, the environment acts. From the base of the trees surrounding the grove step four small blighted plants, twig blights like those you encountered way back when you first met Winston, at least Dern and Kira did. At the same moment, two needle blights emerge as well. Uh, The plant creatures start to move forward toward you just as the heartbeat-like movement of the forest comes to life again, and the trees in the grove move about 50 feet forward away from the party. Remember, the forest sort of had this like slow breathing or slow heartbeat of when the trees would move and scurry forward real quickly and then burrow back into the ground. They have a movement of 50 feet? Yeah, but not every turn. Like you saw this was happening like every maybe 20 seconds or so. They okay, that all seems really far, but okay. Kind of scurry across the ground. The tops of the trees, oh, where the trees go? around the grove bend and bow toward the center. And Trixie and the Grease Wizard can see uh, that they're sort of going over the middle of the clearing, making a dome-like cover over the top of it. And just before the uh, trees close, the mit- mistress says, Turn them. Speak death into their minds. 
and with that, the fleeting glimpse of the fey mistress is locked away behind the wood, vine, and thorned walls surrounding the grove, and the herald takes its held action. Fireball. To the grease wizard, who he sees, his telepathy sends darkness into your mind with the message, you are lucky to glimpse her beauty with unspoiled eyes. And to the rest of you other than Trixie, who it does not see, it says, breathe deeply, new children. And it casts a fetid cloud. And I need everyone, including Trixie, to make constitution saving throws as it's moved down between you. Oh, nat 20! Okay. Kira. Con- constitution? <laughs> the first roll of the day is pretty good. Constitution save. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Kira fails. Nine. Both characters rolled a 20. Okay. That's a 23 total for me. But he also didn't Actually, say that no. to me. That's a 26. Uh, I've got the ring of mind shielding on, so okay, he so does he... not communicate that to me. Okay, but the fetid cloud isn't from the telepathy. That's he's Fey, just right? making sure. Right. Yay, advantage. On a he is Fey. Nice, because that's also a nat 20 for Kira. All of you got oh! nat 20s except no, for no, me? No, these are not nat. These are 17 uh, and 18. What did Trixie get? Just double checking that I don't have any advantage or anything, but right now 11. Hmm. Okay, the Grease Wizard and Trixie, who are flying above, um, are currently diseased. Your speed is halved. You can't make more than one attack on your turn. And you can choose to take either an action or bonus action on your turn, not both. You can repeat the save on the end of your turns. Oof. But that... Diseased on GW... And we're just immune to poison and frightened... Right, not disease. Hmm. Calman <laughs> um, and I didn't roll That's for Calman and Spree, but they are. I mean, so okay. Um, that was its held action, so it would be Zev's turn next. Okay, and I've already rolled the tw- twigs and needle um, blights, and I can put them on. on nothing here. to worry about. I'm very sure we will be okay. Um, Yes, I am going to fire off two Eldritch Blasts at the at, at Harold. At Harold? Yes. Okay. That was a five. Five plus six. That does not 11, hit. Eleven, and then an eight plus six is a fourteen. Neither of them hit. So okay. as uh, Zev reaches back throws two beams of force out, and the herald just kind of spins to the side a little bit. 15 does hit. 15 does hit. The one he dodges out of the way of, but that sort of opens up his midsection for the second beam of force to crash into. For 14 damage. Wow. How did you get 14? I rolled a 10 on my D10. Oh, very good. And my con mod. Very good. So, with a big crash, (laughs) the... uh, beam of eldritch force just hits this thing dead on and it just turns uh, its its head with no eyes in it directly towards Zev. Kira, it's your turn. I would like to hide using a bonus action. You can't do that, but okay. No, but I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> you can move if you want. Kind of where we are right now. The grove. Oh, I do need everybody to make a perception check too, just as an initial thing. But the the main grove is about fifty feet in front of you. Um, perception. Yeah. Twenty one. The kids took my extra d twenties or something. I don't know where they are. That's a sixteen for me. That is a six and a nine. <laughs> Hearing your sight. I'm scared. Sight. 
Um, okay, 19 for Kira. The, well, the, some of you are high enough. The Grease Wizard and Kira, what did you have, Aaron? Not uh, I had a 16. Yeah, that's probably high but enough. But if it's visible, I might have higher than that. The uh, trees behind you guys have sort of made this uh, line as well, and they're sort of moving toward you. They're about 50 feet away from you, so you're about halfway between these two bits of uh, trees, and you get the idea that, um, you know, you probably want to try to hang out in this somewhat clearing around the grove. Um, So is there any, would you like to move or do anything else? I would like to hide. (laughs) No, no, I'm okay. Okay. Uh, Kira, it is your turn. What did Kira see? You saw that there's the grove in front of you, Uh which is about 50 feet away where it moved, and it left an open space where you are. It's about 50 feet you know, straight line between you and the trees behind you that have also started to move up, and they have sort of these vines twisting around in them. Similar to those you saw in the hangman's tree. Um, I guess with that, you could also see where the twig and needle blights have kind of stepped out of the other grove. Um, They're sort of near you. They're only maybe 15 feet away because they stepped out before the grove moved. But you can see that they have left a small gap kind of in the grove where they stepped out from, but nothing that would be particularly easy to get through. Anybody would really have to wedge through except maybe the gnome and the owl. Can I do a potion and summon my steed? Since you have summoned the steed at will. Or, yeah, find steed at will. Potion for yourself would be a bonus action. Yeah. Summon steed would be an action, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a potion of true sight, <clears throat> okay. just in case of anything like that. And... I'm going to summon my elk. Okay. Um, Out of the woods comes, uh, this is the, is it a regular elk? What, we haven't had you summon this before, so what does it look like? What? It's a blue elk. A blue elk? Because it's a fae summoned elk. Okay. So out of sort of the mist of one of these trees, you see almost like this portal open up reminiscent of those that, used to take uh, Arn and the Grease Wizard away um, with this f- smell of fresh uh, actual vegetation instead of all this blighted stuff. And That's out- the power of Pine Sol, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and the elk Pine Sol rushes out of the portal um, toward the group. Uh, we will have to roll him into the initiative, so go ahead and do that. Would that be plus dex? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, 16. You have a card for the elk? Yes. Oh, look at that. Well, you can have the elk act now. But the herald is currently about... He's halfway between you guys in the air, so he's like 25 feet up in the air at the moment. Where is the elk in reference to us and the twig lights? Well, he came out of the woods to the south of you guys, so I'd say when he appears, maybe 40 feet south of you guys. I think it's probably going to start charging at one of the lights, twig okay. needle blights. So it's just going to dash or try to get between you guys and the needle blights? Yeah, and probably ram it. Die can, it can it move that far? Uh, sorry, this is my first time Die. looking at this card in a long time. If it moves at least 20 feet straight toward a target and hits it with a ram attack, 
then it takes extra damage. What's its move speed? That's what I'm looking. 50 feet. Yeah, sure. Um, the twig blights are in the front. If you wanted to get to those, you can. If you want to get to the needle blights, you'll have to pass the twig blights, which would give them an attack on the Probably elk, just so. the twig blights, then. All right. So roll an attack. 16 yes. plus 5. <laughs> that hits. 1d6 plus 3. 6. Nice. Plus 3, so 9. nine. And then the ram damage. Which is an extra <laughs> ramage. The card says seven damage, or I can roll 2d6. Which would you rather? It's up to you. Four. I should have taken the seven. <laughs> so 13 total? Yes. With that, the elk out of the portal, this blue spectral thing, charges right through the center of your group as you guys kind of just uh, <laughs> move to the side and let it go by. And it crashes <laughs> with its antlers um, into three of the twig blights and just thrashes back and forth as it rams them. And you watch them just scatter into, you know, kindling, leaving only one twig blight uh, yeah. where they were. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, does that? Do you want to move, or does that end Kira's turn? That's probably going to end the elk's turn. Yes, but you're acting simultaneously with it now. So that end your turn too. Or yes. You, all right. So that means it is the turn for the blights. Um, I think the one twigged blight that's left is going to try to attack the elk that just scattered its friends into little bits of uh, nothing. That is a twenty-one to hit. No. And that deals three points of slashing damage to your elk. The D4 sounds so cute when it (laughs) Yes, it does. Especially in comparison to some of the things we've been rolling lately. Yeah. 97 D6s. What? Three damage. Three damage. (laughs) The needle blights... uh, I won't laugh at your jokes, then, if you're going to look at me like that. Turn and fire two uh, needles out of the end of their arms at the Grease Wizard. A natural one and uh, not enough, wh- okay. whatever that is. Uh, yeah, sure. That's a six or something. No. All right, so those two miss. Um, Grease Wizard just kind of scoots out of the way in the air. Um, and the Needle Blights stay where they are. I guess the Twig Blight does, too. Um, they're, the two needles are kind of behind the Twig. And it's Aaron's turn. Excellent. I have a question for the party. Mm-hmm. So, Harold's job is to keep us away from the mistress, right? And our mission is to get to the mistress so that we can kill her off. Yeah. So, if we could remove Harold in an easier way than having to wait to kill him, like transporting him to another dimension. Please play cornhole with him. We could move mm-hmm. ahead and get straight to the mistress and not give her the chance to do more damage to the good people of Raventree, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. What is cornhole? <laughs> This is cornhole, and I throw my <laughs> cornhole bag at Harold. That's much better than this is Sparta. Okay, make a ranged attack, and you can add your dex and your proficiency bonus. Okay. This is the most important roll you've ever done. Ah, uh, beans. beans. <laughs> uh, that is... It's not good, I'll tell you that. It's a seven. Well, you've learned his AC is 15 based on Zev's hit, so the cornhole bag. The cornhole bag and accidentally throws another bean bag. <laughs> Can I use my, my turn to give her advantage using Mage Hand? Mm, you would have had to do that before <laughs> like, she determined that she missed. Okay. But you do see uh, the cornhole bag just kind of sail up, and just before it gets to hit the thing, it just drops back down to the ground. Can I try and catch it I at least when it falls? I do not understand this game. Uh, it 
I'm going to roll to see sort of where it lands. You know what, Zeph? Pretend I didn't do the catchphrase this time. Uh, Yeah, it actually is uh, (laughs) going to be within your movement to go over and retrieve it. I want to run under it and catch it, though. Okay, roll a um, dexterity saving throw. You have advantage on Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just realized something for my last roll. It might be too late now, which it's fine if it is. Mm, I don't know. I have advantage on dex throws against stuff I can see. Yeah, but that, is on that, saves. That's for a save, not for a regular so one. So to catch it, you do. Okay. Nat 20. <laughs> All right, yeah, easy, easily enough. It's back in your hand and uh, ready to throw next I'll be ready next time. Um, do you want me to hold him here? Kalman says. Or do you want me to hurt him? Uh, Quick, I only have six seconds. <laughs> hold him. All right, well, Kalman's going to cast Compelled Duel on the Herald. Thing. Way to steal my thunder, Kalman. <laughs> well, he's trying to make thunder. Uh, wisdom okay. save for the Herald. Just ridiculous. <clears throat> Nat 20. Um, didn't work. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he cares, but that's a bonus action, I'm pretty sure. Good for him. <laughs> compelled Duel. Is a bonus action. It's so. a good idea, though, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely do it again on your next turn. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's going to take his hammer, which is on uh, attracting mode, and throw it at the herald twice. And he will hit both times with that a 15 and a 20-something. Is Kalman four? Yes. That is Metal four. 20 points of damage. And Kalman deals as he throws the hammer once, comes back, and he chucks it back up again. And you hear one of them crack across this thing's skull, and some of the splinters fly out. And the thing looks angry, but uh, it still looks fairly hardy. And it is Trixie's turn. You're currently hidden near the, well, you were hidden near the top of the grove, but then the grove moved. So it would have been up to you if you wanted to hitch a ride with the grove or be revealed in the clearing. She would probably have stayed hidden in the tree. Okay. Well, you're about uh, 60 feet away then. Wait, what, did the grove move before or after the herald breathed his poison? That's a good point. Breath? It moved before. So you wouldn't have been diseased if you stayed in the tree. She probably would have stayed hidden to see. Yeah, I should have asked before. Yay, sorry. That's okay. I'll, I'll take the disease. To be fair, it was fairly ineffective to get one or two of you with that disease on the thing's action. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm finally... I had a bunch of bonus actions planned for this one, so... Aww. <laughs> That's okay. You can still do the bonus, you just can't do the action. Oh, well, yeah, but like... <laughs> so I'm 60 feet away. Yep. And the thing is flying up in the air? Yep. It's about 25 feet above the party, which makes it about 25 feet below the Grease Wizard. It went, or 20 feet, somewhere in there. I think Trixie's going to attempt to make it sleep. Okay. I have to make a wisdom save? Yes. Sleep! Even at advantage, which this has on magic effects, that is an 11. (laughs) (laughs) 
just falls asleep. <laughs> Onto the ground. Pacifists. Taking seven points of bludgeoning damage as it does. Waking the fuck back. Does that... Yes. <laughs> he gets to make a new save when he takes damage, or does that wake him up? Wait, uh, that wakes him up. Okay. Does it say you have to make an attack for him to wake up from sleep, to sleep or for if he takes damage? for one minute until the spell ends, it wakes if damaged or woken. Okay. So it falls to the ground and the ground. takes Everybody some damage, uh, and it falls prone, but it does wake up. That was okay, so long yeah. as it fell asleep, because I was thinking that it And now it's prone, damage. so... Yeah. Okay. So it'll be easier to yeah. hit with my cornhole bag this time. Do you want to use your bonus or so your movement? Up, so maybe not. I'm probably... Trixie's probably going to sit tight here for now. All right. Uh, that ends your turn. Then, then it is Spree's turn. Um, Spree's going to rush toward the needle blights, and the, he'll take a swing at the twig blight on the way over there. I will cleanse this world of these things. That hits, and the thing has Thanks less than his minimum. Yeah. So he rushes straight through, just barrels through the twig blight, and takes his shield, scatters it to bits, and then steps forward to the first needle blight, taking a swing and hitting that as well. What damage does? Plus five. <laughs> eleven damage, and the thing has eleven health. So he swings the uh, shield, bashes the twig blight, then takes the sword, just slashes through one of the needle blights, scattering it to bits and leaving only one. Nice. Uh, that's going to end Spree's turn, so it's to the Grease Wizard. So there's one um, twig bite One twig, bl- no, one needle blight left. That's it. Okay. Can you describe Harold again? Uh, Harold is sort of, uh, he's got these long limbs and big claws. He's got hooves for feet and this pterodactyl sort of skull over his head with this green fetid cloud just coming out of his eye sockets and mouth. Huh. And big black uh, feathery sort of shadow-like wings. Huh. Okay. And how far away am I from the mistress? Uh, the grove moved 50 feet, but she was at the front of it, which was about 120 feet across. So about 170, 180 feet, something like that. But the grove is sort of sealed over on the top. Yeah. like a dome. All right. I'm going to just go towards her. Going to move toward the grove? Yeah. Toward, yeah. Okay. Are you dashing or moving? Moving. What's your fly speed? Six. So it's 30? Right. Okay. So you can get to within about 20 feet of the grove with your normal movement. 20 feet of the... the, Of the grove. The grove. Still like 100 feet away from her. Right. Oh, okay. So does that wall that you were talking about go all the way up to the top now? Yeah, it's sort of enclosed like a big uh, stadium dome. Went the way the trees did. It shrunk down, like, lower to do that. Mm-hmm. It's only maybe 30 feet high now instead of 50. Um, but it's kind of... It, there were some trees in the middle of the grove, too, that you had seen when you popped up. Um, I actually have the grove drawn out there. Yeah. But, but there's a solid wall now. Yeah. Uh, those twisted kind of dead wood trees. Okay. Well, then I'm going to do this. I'm going to get there, and then I'm going to cast Charm Person on uh, Harold. He's not a person. Darn it. He's a fae. That spell never works. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to drink a potion of invulnerability. Okay. Oh, you're one of those. So that gives you yeah. resistance abominations are people to too. all damage for a minute, I believe. For a minute? 
Oh, I don't know. I just have the word invulnerability on here <laughs> under potions I got. I could look it up. That'd be cool. It, I know it gives you resistance to all damage. This is the wrong book. If it's one minute, then I would like to do something else. I believe That's it is. That's combat. I believe mm. it is. Okay. Well, then, I didn't think of it like that. Thank you. Potion of... One minute. You have resistance to all damage. Okay, it's yeah. It's up to you if you want to save Yeah, it I'll chug it. that. But that's going to be your turn, because that's a bonus to... No, we said it's a free... We say it's a free action or a bonus. To I'll take a free potions. action. Bonus yeah. for yourself, action for another. Okay. Could be a free action. So that would be your turn. Yeah. Fair people, free uh, actions. You know what? No. no I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I am going to cast. So this guy's got wings, like physical wings, right? They're more shadow than physical like they look like feathers but they look like they're more just like a darkness that emanates from its back just attack him this is why i don't play wizard yeah okay i'll just cast shatter on him (laughs) okay i have to make a save is that right yeah constitution Constitution. he's he gets advantage on uh, saves against magic and that's a 19 and a 20 (sighs) yes so uh, he's gonna take half all right. Well, 3d8. It's still not... It could be worse. 5, 3, 8. 16 halved is 8. Pretty good. Uh, okay, so uh, with that, the Grease Wizard... Oh, shit, he pulls out the Potion of Invulnerability and then turns and takes his paintbrush instead and points it at the Herald of Rot. <laughs> you hear this shattering sound over the top of it, and you see some of, like, the... Um, He's almost got like some of this bark built into its sinewy skin that just shatters off of it. Um, and wait, Danny whips his head back toward GW. Can Clippy act on initiative? Yes, Clippy. Uh, you, uh, Clippy. I forget. Does he require a bonus action to issue a command to? I think uh, he might. Mm. But once he has the command, he'll continue to do what you tell him to do. But I think unless you have the the phlegmatic or the the one specific homunculi that uh, it requires a bonus action to issue commands. I'm sorry, there's just so many things. Um, Dern, you're on deck. Yep. I'll look, Dern. You go ahead and go, and then if pos- if he if can, it's possible, we'll he's gonna drink. Something. He's gonna drink me a potion. Give me a potion. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right, um, I'm going to run over to Harold. Yes, he's prone. And I'm going to um, hit him with a chilling strike to try and paralyze him. Okay. Uh, roll an attack, I guess it is, first. That's going to be... Yeah, so 16. 16 hits. Okay, he needs to make a DC 13 constitution save. Yeah, uh, 23. Okay, so he's going to take half damage with no paralyze. You have advantage on that because he's prone if you want to roll just to see if you have a nat 20. No. Okay. Uh, He takes 11 damage halved. Okay. So 5. 5. 
Five cold damage. So Dern takes his gloves of ice wind, just punches into this thing, um, and you see some ice crystals go across its body. Um, and then for my second attack, I'd like to hit him with my hammer. Okay. Well, that didn't work. Fine. Uh, 19 plus things. Yes. Sometimes you just got to hit stuff with a hammer. Seven plus five, 12 damage. All right. So cracked with the hammer, all those ice crystals that went across its body now shatter into the sky as the thing takes that hit and then just stands up. Um, since it's sort of in the around most of the group, but Dern's the only one probably right within melee of it. It's going to go ahead and make an attack at you as it stands, taking that Come at me, pterodactyl beak as you watch it sort of open um, and attempt to bite you. That's uh, 23. <clears throat> uh, you take 10 piercing damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Thank goodness, too. Why do you have advantage on them? Oh, never mind. That's not not advantage. That's proficient. Sorry. Okay. So that's going to be... Eight. Eight? Eight. Uh, Okay, Dern. You feel this disease creep into your body. Some sickness like you haven't felt in quite a long time. Um... Weren't I immune to... No, I was immune to disease. Right, exactly. Um, So for the first time in a long time, Dern, you feel real sick. Um, That's not right. When it comes back to your turn, we'll see about that, what that does, okay? Um, But you just feel queasy. With its second attack, it reaches out to you with its claws and tries to slash you across the face. That's a 13. That's a mess. So with that, just... As I double over to Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, right over your head. Um, that's going to end the Herald's turn. Uh, so the environment is next to act, but it doesn't move again yet on this turn. Um, Zev, it's your, it's your turn. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. We established a session or two ago that the Trap Soul... That Zed has in a sword, sword he can summon. Is that going to be an action or a bonus action? Everything else on the sword is a bonus action. It's probably a bonus because to like activate the sword, it's a yeah. bonus action. Okay. I'd like to summon the specter. Okay. For a bonus action, like at Herald. All right. Let's roll him into the initiative then. <laughs> uh, an 8 plus 210. All right. He'll be ally 3. <laughs> Let's add some more people to this initiative. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> does Zev, anybody else have any friends? Zev would like to run over to the to Harold now that he's on the ground and uh, take two attacks at him. Okay, I have a question about your specter. Yes. How, I think I had come up with how this worked for how long you keep him, but um, he stays until he dies. Was that right? Yeah. Generally. This once per long rest on the ability. Let me check. All right. Well, we'll come back to that. Let's go ahead and do your attack, and then okay. you can check in the interim. Uh, the low one is going to be 12. High it's one. at advantage. He's Oh, no, he stood up. Never mind. He's not, he's not still prone. Okay, the high one was a 15. 15 does hit, okay, just so barely. Okay, one sword hit. 
for 10 damage. Well, okay. Um, just as it reaches out to try and slash at Dern, Zev comes up and just stabs it kind of between the ribs with his sword. Um, and you just kind of hear the thing <laughs> like that. Uh, does that end Zev's turn? Yes. Kira, it's your turn and your elk's turn. Nothing is still prone? No, it's stood up. It's being harried right now by Zev and Dern, um, who are right next to it. You're about ten feet away. Um, the elk is n- near a needle blight. The specter's right next to it, um, too, by the way. Yeah, and there's also a ghostly drow uh, engaged with Harold. About how far away is the elk from the ten, needle blight? Ten feet. Is that in melee with the needle blight? Mm-mm. Okay, the elk is probably going to run around so it gets 20 feet away yeah. and then ram the thing again. It's got enough movement to move 10 feet away in a circle and then poof, ram yeah. and smash back in. So go ahead and roll its attack. 16. That hits. So roll your damage plus ram damage. 5, 4, and 2, so that's 9, 10, 11. 11 is enough. It shatters the last needle blight um, into kindling. because plus three damage. Okay. Um, even smaller pieces of kindling, <laughs> uh, as you watch it, sort of create a pile next to all the other sticks around the others. And what does Kira do? The Herald, Herald is standing up now. Yes. Sorry, I'm debating if I'm going to sharpshooter or try my ocarina. The specter remains in your service until the end of your next long rest. We haven't <laughs> had one yet. Right, okay. So whenever you have one, it will turn into a regular rune in the sword. Right. Or if it dies, it will turn into a regular rune in the sword. Groovy. While she's thinking, <laughs> two questions. Well, no. This one, it says I need an action to command okay. the homunculus. Yeah. Um, the other question is, should I have made a saving throw? At the end of my turn? Yes, my for your disease you should. It's con, constitution. Nine plus three. Nope. Still feel weak. Okay. Okay, and how, th- sorry, I had to run downstairs for the kids. How is the battle seem to be going so far? Well, the Grease was, or Trixie slept the Herald out of yes. the sky. It smashed into the ground. Dern beat the crap out of it. It stood up. Um, it touched Zern, Dern with its disease, who now looks sallow and weak. Summoned six catabolic Um But then Zev summoned <laughs> his g- ghost beside it, g- g- ghost, and then stabbed it in the ribs. Um, and it's looking pretty hurt. It doesn't look like it's about to fall over, but it looks pretty hurt. Sharpshooter. Okay. Come Shoot on, sharper. luck. Sharper image. 16 plus, plus 9. Minus five. five. Still hits. 20. That definitely hits. Yes. Okay. So add 10 to your damage. Add your Colossus Slayer to your damage. Uh, 1d8 and 1d8. 8 plus 4 is 12. Plus 2 is 14. Plus 10. For Sharpshooter is 24. Wow. So just as Zev stabs this thing in the ribs and you see it kind of start to scream from the pain, this arrow goes... Oh, into its mouth and it cracks down on the end of it and shakes its head. It's still up. Um, 
that looks like it hurt it pretty pretty good. Oh, and I get to attack again, don't I? You do. Sweet. I'm going to sharpshooter again. All right. <laughs> 15. I rolled 15 a time. Hits. Plus 9. Oh, minus four. 5. Yeah, 19. That hits. Okay. Uh, Can you use Colossus Slayer only once a turn? Say no. Say no. No. Or on every attack. I don't know. Luck be a lady tonight. No. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady if you've ever been a lady to be I'm going to kill you. Luck be a lady. I hate it. I hate it. It says when you hit with a weapon attack. Once per turn. So regular. Well, you did sharpshooter, right? So you do 1d8 plus your dex modifier plus... Two plus four is six plus ten. Sixteen. What is your dex modifier? My Oh, my dex modifier is three. You add three to the damage. Okay. And then ten to the damage. So what is it? But it's my Blackwood bow, so it's plus one. So you add four to the damage. Yes. Two okay. plus four plus ten. So sixteen. Sixteen? I thought you were only adding two to the damage. So the first arrow goes into its mouth and it <laughs> snaps it and turns its head sideways just enough to get a view of the eye socket and the second arrow <laughs> sails across the distance into the eye socket and <laughs> you watch the thing fall down to the ground and its wings sort of disappear in a puff of shadow. It appears to be dead. Kira killed it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Woo! said appears to be dead. Yeah. Well, it, it's dead. It's dead. Sure um, it is. Everybody it's stab it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. This is Date Night, the tabletop role-playing podcast with me, Eva. If you want to learn more about the show, ways to listen, how to get bonus content, and where you can see art and maps, check out our website at d8nightpodcast.com. You can also find ways to support the show there, like becoming a premium listener, buying us a pizza for game night, or sponsoring an episode and having your own message read right here on the show. Click on the sponsor tab to find out more. As always, we really appreciate your support in whatever way it comes, from subscribing, sharing, sponsoring, or listening. Now let's get back to the story. Aaron's turn in the initiative, but it doesn't look like with the Needle Blight dead that there's any current threats, but you do know that the forest is getting ready to move again. So Can what I would you all like to do? Chop its head off! Chop its head off! Make sure it's dead dead! Oh, uh, well, I was going to dash to the to the grove. Okay. So you dash I'm forward sure towards the I grove. Can I step on it as I go? Sure. <laughs> sort of crunch through it with my heavy orc boots. Yeah, and you do. You just step on its boots. skull and just poof, you grind it so that the beak sort of falls off as you step yeah. over it. Um, and you dash. You can make it to that opening in the grove, and you can try to wedge yourself through. It's starting, you're seeing, to seal over where those things had yeah, come I'll put out. Yeah, myself through there. All right, make an athletics check. Yeah, I think you're proficient. I am proficient. 16? Yeah, easy enough. You crash through and actually make a bigger hole in the um, opening, and you stand in the grove. So we'll be able to put sort of Arn on the map there in a minute. But I think we can get out of the initiative if everybody wants to try and do the same. Now the hole's a little bit bigger, so it should be pretty easy to get in. I would also like to drink a potion of invulnerability. Okay. Um, We will say that this is going to be a turn, so... 
your disease, you get to roll again. Dern. Nat 20. You feel better. (laughs) Dern, uh, at the start of your turn, you take eight necrotic damage. And uh, at the end of your turn, you can make a new save. Uh, But everybody else is sort of out of this thing. Is there anything anybody's doing before they rush in, or are we assuming people are rushing into the grove? Because this, you assume, is is it. So is there anything you're doing to prepare? I tell Clippy, Clippy, if I fall down, or if I need a potion or something, I want you to feed it to me like this, and I kind of mime it to him. I'm doing the potion now so he can learn. Okay. Like, I drink it like this. You do this to me, though. Okay? The same way. And you get the telepathic message. Okay. Uh, 15? Uh, you save. Okay. So you're not diseased anymore. I give him a little kiss. Yeah, I yeah. think all my guys <laughs> would go running through the, the opening. Okay. Kira mentally summons the elk over and mounts up and heads for the hole. Okay, roll an athletics check for the elk, please. Because he's bigger than sort of anything with his antlers and stuff. Athletics would be strength. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nat one. <laughs> well, the elk gets to the hole <laughs> after Antlers. sort of uh, people start running through and he's sort of wedged in the uh, edge there. <laughs> and takes uh, <laughs> two points of bludgeoning damage. And crashes up against the edge of it. Kira takes oh, out her sword and hacks at the branches a little bit. To help uh, okay, I think you'll be able to sort of do that uh, before just as the grove starts to um, you guys brush your way in sort of last as the grease wizard and uh, some of the others who were behind like Dern crawl under this thing's legs and go <laughs> um, into the grove um, you guys dash forward just as the grove starts to move forward and Kira sort of mounts up on the uh, elk just keeping ahead of the um, roots of the um, sort of trees that are trying to grab you. But when it moves forward, it takes us with it, right? Um, sort of. Um, as you emerge from the brambles into the clearing, you see um, these masses of grass kind of bowed over as if prone um, before their god uh, here in the grove. You scan from that. tree to tree under the canopy uh, that forms these flitting shadows, which is uh, it even has areas that are almost as dark as the caverns in the Underdark, just from how tight the trees are above you. We said before that the trees here were like these twisted things that double back over themselves and spiral around each other like snakes that are fighting. So does that mean that I am not in sunlight? You're not. Um, but instead of twisting toward the sun, the trees in here inside the grove just twist off in random directions, forming this Escher-esque-like vision inside the grove. Um, With a snap, just as you get inside, the huge vines from the trees around you uh, whip at you from all directions, wrapping themselves around your limbs and necks and even across your mouths. Uh, You are effectively paralyzed at the moment. You feel this strangling and suffocating feeling, and no matter how much you struggle, you don't feel like you can break free. Um, Except for my specter. That's true. He would be free. (laughs) And you hear... Actually, you watch the mistress sort of reach out a hand and cast Dispel on the um, Spectre, which would be a third-level slot. What level is that spell? 
It's uh, hang on, it's just part of the hexblade. Hang on. Well, that wasn't in my notes. <laughs> no, she cast it anyway, so I'm marking it off. This is better than spirit advice. This is for which I'm afraid of being sent for a hit point. Doesn't, doesn't have a spell level. Nope. Sounds like a eighth level to me. Maybe even ninth. <laughs> right up there with Wish. So it's a class ability? Yes. It might not work. Spectre 5e. I'm seeing if there's it says magical effect, creature or object. I'll just make her make a spell ability check against your spell DC. Which is her spell ability modifier. Yeah, it's a 21. Yep, that beats my 15. Okay, so we back into the sword and the rune reignites. I really wanted to use that. Wait, I can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) And you just sort of hear, you surprise me still. Mm, Surprise! When I divined that you had left the shadows of your walls to come and find me, I had to admit I had previously underestimated your bravado. (laughs) But this little chapter can finally come to a close. And Zev, you'd feel your sword with a will of its own. Did you have it out yes. already? Yes. Used it. Uh, you feel it mark the mistress. There goes that bonus action. You hear within her, or you hear within uh, your mind, and her, send her to me. I am currently <laughs> incapacitated. <laughs> and you just sort of try to get out of the vines, but she nothing. She, she, she. she just says, You act like cornered animals. You bite the hand of one who would set you free. She said, Kong, you have advantage. I have advantage. (laughs) (laughs) And she turns to Zev. In this grove, there is indeed a threat to the land of mortals, but it is not me. I will renew this land. Wipe it clean in apocalypse so that it can be reseeded with only the strongest of life from the Feywild. This plain has been softened by ages of the taming of civilization. Unless it is wiped clean of this disease, it will wither and die and turn to dust under the feet of the immortals upon their inevitable return. And they will pick the bones of the earth like ravens. I will bring the Feywild's life to this land. The shadow of Ravenna will bring nothing but death to make a world clear of threats for her return and the return of her sisters and her brothers. Gods and goddesses, you call them. Traitors they are. Traitors to mortals and traitors to the master they locked away that is now inside me. And she looks at Zev and walks over toward him. And she says, I know who you serve. Ildris, the all-seeing eye of shadow and death. It would scorch the earth as I have, but to a far different end. You are the black hand, the dark talon of the raven's will. But you are nothing, and Ildras's influence will die with you. Can somebody write that down? That sounded very cool. (laughs) (laughs) But you were unwise to align against me. A great deceiver holds sway on Valbara, and a shadow stretches across the overdark. 
You have not dealt me a mortal blow, but you have held my attention too long, and you will wish you hadn't vexed me if either of them gains the upper hand. The lawmaker and the nightwalker vie for power to bring gods to this land under their own terms, to keep us in chains or in darkness. I am the only hedge against them, a force to make the world so full of life that it would starve the very gods of light if they were ever to return. And the branches lift her up into the air above the trees, and you are all lifted beside her as sort of the grove shifts around so that the back of it is toward the front, and you can see the walls of Raven Tree from here, across what were open plains that are now covered in twisted, writhing trees. The mistress sits into her throne of vines in your mist and laughs. Now, your raven tree will become the new blight mother so that I can redouble my efforts, and Dolthias will finally have a bride worthy of his seed. And she points to this gargantuan tree in the middle of the forest that sways back and forth, and this is sort of that giant tree that you saw when you were back in raven tree. And it swings its branches back like this manic orchestra conductor. Um, and the trees ahead of him follow his motions in their assault, like he's sending them into battle with his will. They crash against the thorny walls. And you see gusts of wind and fire thrown outward from the city in the effort of the last stand of the village. But the walls fall. What little forces you see left are crushed or scatter like ants under the boot of this army. They are too far to hear the screams, but the quiet that pervades the grove is anything but comforting. What is only a handful of moments here feels like eternity as you watch the woods around the raven tree start to turn and move. The trees that the raven tree had been protecting slowly turning against her, the circle contracting and contracting like the small beacon of light that you all saw vanishing in your visions long ago. Silently, and darkness overtakes the periphery of your vision as you find it harder and harder to breathe. The silence hangs over the grove for a moment until you hear a rumble to the north, like thunder rolling over the plains, and as it rolls closer and closer, it grows louder and louder, and you feel its vibrations permeate through the air and into your bones. Is this death? Kira has certainly felt death before, and the darkness was there, but it was still like the silence was before it was broken by this rumble. Then, all of a sudden, through your dim vision, you see a crash in the forest near the edges of Raven Tree, and then a gap in the wave of the trees that have been closing on the village, and then there's another, and another, and the mistress stands up from her throne. You follow her gaze up toward the sky above the village. You see the vultures and carrion birds peeling away from the sky above, and other shapes take their place. Ones Trixie and Dern at least recognize as an army of owlings, and in the midst of their ranks, an airship is busy clearing a swath through the blighted trees with explosive efficiency, and as the booms rumble across the distance between you and the village, the airship takes a heading straight for their gargantuan blight father. You see its flag waving. No, the mistress whispers, but it's too late. The airship sails over the huge tree and a barrage of powder kegs fall from the sky like a carpet of death, careening into Dolthias and sending a fireball that you see long before you hear. Go boom anything! And then you hear it. The deafening rumble, and you know why it was christened the thundercloud. (laughs) No, the mistress shrieks. Dolthias! 
She looks at Zev, and for the first time you see a hint of uncertainty creep across her sylvan features. Ildris will not have me! And she levels a finger at Zavask. And I need you to make a constitution save. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> That's a 7 plus 3, 10. You feel your life force wither. A feeling like the one you had when you were aged by the bitch's shade in the Underdark, but amplified a thousand times. Um, you take... Less than 63. Less than 63. Less than 63. Well, don't give him a number. Less than... No, no, put those away. That's too many dice. <laughs> That's too many dice. I just saw him empty a bag. Not enough. Ones. Ones. What? Ones. What? Ah! What? Jesus. what? God help us. No, stop counting. Stop it. 14. 14. 4. 57 yes! points. He's not dead! Yay! He's alive! <laughs> of necrotic damage. I have 8 hit points left! As she casts harm on you. Yeah. No, t- yeah. I yeah. Mean, harm. <laughs> harm, all right. But. The higher level a spell, the more vague the name of the spell is. That makes it scarier. <laughs> like, thing is just the worst in but the entire book. As this, as your life force withers, you see Golthias in the distance, the impossibly large, twisted tree, engulfed in the flames of the thundercloud's volley, begin to crash to the ground. And in that instant, you feel the strength of all the trees around you waver as their animating power retreats, and you fall onto a cushion of now unmoving undergrowth in the blighted jungle that makes up the mistress's grove, the vines slowly beginning to release their grasp on you. The limbs that were her throne deposit her onto the ground about 60 feet away from you and shrivel away as the mistress turns toward you with a look that holds the hatred of a thousand widows. Let's roll initiative. We hope you've enjoyed our date night together. Remember, you can really help us out by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Thanks for listening. See you again next week.